Firepower with Will Johnson, only at Band.Video. Good evening, good evening. Will Johnson, Tom Pepper, FirepowerNews.com. We are still talking about impeachment. They are not letting it go. The coup d'etat against President Trump is in full effect. And now they're trying to say this whistleblower with this coup is okay. So the quick pro quo, you ever notice that the quick pro quo is a Latin phrase used in English to mean exchange good for, of goods or services in which to transfer contingent upon the other a favor for a favor. Phrase similar meaning including give and take, tit for tat. You ever say that? I've said it before. Many of us have. I, be, I guarantee just about half if not most of the population has. You scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. You've heard that? We've all heard that. One hand washes the other. If you go Google that, quick pro quo, that's what it means. Countries working with other countries, that's what they do. You can't sit there and tell me. I guarantee that all these socialist media outlets that talk to one another, hey, if you do this for me, I'll do that for you. They're trying to say that President Trump doing this quick pro quo to knock out President or Vice President Joe Biden in the election is the reason why President Trump did it, which is all completely false. President Trump doesn't need Ukraine's help. President Trump didn't need Russia's help. However you look at it. But see, the, the, the liberals, they don't have anybody. They don't, they've never had anything. So they don't know what else to do. The Democrats say that the whistleblower is 100% correct when he had secondhand information. When what, what many people don't realize is that Congress passed a law that a whistleblower can come forward with secondhand information in 2017. Here's the act. This is the public law 115-73 to provide greater whistleblower protection for federal employees, increase awareness of federal whistleblowers' protections and increase accountability and require discipline for federal supervisors who retaliate against whistleblowers and for other purposes. See, they knew they were getting ready to do this against President Trump in 2017. Seriously, President Trump had already been president for a year. They Everything else was failing. The left has been planning this coup against President Trump ever since he walked down the escalator. They've been at President Trump. President Trump and this whistleblower, they had nothing. There's nothing the whistleblower has been, has, has been proven to be lying. Do me a favor. We're going to do talk about all of this, this coup, this whistleblower, but I need for you to go over to Bandot Video and click on the little hamburger stack and go down to firepowernews.com. That's where we're going to do it. All right. Oh, oh, what's going on? Let's go in the studio. Look, this coup against President Trump. This just it did. It didn't start with the Ukraine. Joe Biden has been completely out front with his corruption and the Democrats know it. We're going to talk about Joe Biden. How come the media is not asking Joe Biden about all the corruption he did? Joe Biden is completely corrupt. President Trump did not need Ukraine's help. So do me a favor, go over to band.video. 
We're going to be talking about it. Look at this video with Joe Biden. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a. <laughs> got fired and they put in place someone who was solid but you don't think this is dangerous to actually out the whistleblower i mean the president has said that he's a uh, treasonous and a traitor i think that uh, the sixth amendment of the constitution is very clear and i think that what we should have is that you should have the right to confront your accuser you should have every right to confront the person that is accusing you of doing something that you possibly did or didn't do. Welcome everybody, firepowernews.com. We are under attack in America. The liberals, the Democrats, the socialist mainstream media, they're all complicit with each other and they're attacking the American people. And, and the, the way they're attacking the American people is putting out disinformation. That is their goal. Tom, the, I can't, you know what? The, the Democrats, they're not going to let up on this. The whole whistleblower, fake whistleblower information that came out is, has already been proven to be fake, but they don't care. They keep pushing this narrative because they got to get everybody to believe the lies that they've been putting out there. You know, you're not like when you're a kid, you tell one lie. And then you tell another lie and then you tell another lie to cover it up. These people, these grown adults are still acting like grade school kids. It's amazing. That's pretty much where we're at, Will. I mean, you have – this is almost like one of those times when you think it's something is a great idea. You spend 20 minutes talking yourself into doing this idea, and before you know it, you need to call the cops and have them come bail you out because of your incredibly stupid idea. That's where the Democrats are at now. This impeachment process is going nowhere quickly, and the majority of Americans, I would assume, are not in favor of it. Of course, we're seeing fake news polls from CNN, MSNBC, even Fox News saying that the majority of Americans want President Trump impeached. But I have to ask, you know, what are these pollsters asking? Because there is no good case for it. There is no quid pro quo. Every day, it seems, another person comes out and says that the president did absolutely nothing wrong. This is blowing up in their faces. Nancy Pelosi knew this was going to happen. She's been saying that it was going to happen since 2017, that impeachment would fail unless there was an impeachable offense. She's let the the squad take over her party in the house and now her she's probably going to lose the house i couldn't be happier about that will yeah absolutely you know what's really amazing to me is that you have the liberal media they don't want to release the name of the whistleblower only because releasing the name of the whistleblower will blow a hole in this whole thing that they've been trying to push with this whole ukraine against president trump and they know it and they're trying to say well it's against the law to put the name of the whistleblower out there well Rand paul 
yeah, he comes out, Rand, Rand Paul comes out and says that it's not against the law. And he explains it clearly. So the media, it is their duty to report the facts. But see, they no longer do that, Tom. They don't, they want to push this whole narrative. They want to push this whole agenda against the American people. It is maddening. It is sickening. So let's go to this video where he completely explains it to where we all understand it. The whistleblower laws, though, they protect a whistleblower. You know it's illegal to out a whistleblower. Actually, you see, you got that wrong, too. I mean, you should work on the facts. Here's the thing is, the whistleblower statute protects the whistleblower from having his name revealed by the inspector general. Even the New York Times admits that no one else is under any legal obligation. The other point, and you need to be very careful if you really are interested in the news, is that the whistleblower actually is a material witness completely separate from being the whistleblower because he worked for Joe Biden. He worked for Joe Biden at the same time Hunter Biden was receiving $50,000 a month. So the investigation into the corruption of Hunter Biden involves this uh, whistleblower because he was there at the time. Did he bring up the conflict of interest? Was there discussion of this? What was his involvement with the relationship between Joe Biden and the prosecutor? There's a lot of questions that the whistleblower needs to answer. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? Cue that, that uh, very first clip that we did in the open monologue and play that one more time. It's really short because, see, what they're blaming President Trump for doing, Tom, Joe Biden did it on the stage. Do you have that cue clip up? Queued up? Let's go. Let's play that one more time because everyone needs to hear. Listen to what Joe Biden says. If you want to talk about quick pro quo, this is it right here. He still can be impeached. Joe, Joe Biden can still be impeached as VP. Play it. He and I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him. <laughs> call him." I said, "I'm telling Obama you, you're not getting the billion dollars." Obama's I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was you're like not six getting hours. a billion dollars. I'm leaving in six hours. I'm, I'm leaving in six day. hours. So you got six hours to fire this prosecutor that's going after the company my son works for, or you're not getting the money." What is, I mean, that's straight up quick pro quo, but you don't have the liberal media questioning it. They're not even asking the right questions here. What happened, Joe Biden? How did your son, why was your son just happen to be on the company that they were doing this investigation on in the first place? But you got him fired so they couldn't find out anything. This is amazing, Tom. I love the way that Rand Paul kind of condescendingly tells this little leftist reporter, if you really care about the news, here's what you're missing. And that's maybe the right tone to take with these people because they're either complete and utter imbeciles who don't understand the way the law works. They don't understand the way the news works. They don't understand the business in which they're in. They're either complete morons or they're evil people. And if we want to really make them understand that, instead of treating them like they're evil all the time, I think we should talk to them 
like their children because they yeah. are behaving yes. like children. And Rand Paul is completely right. I mean, the fact that this guy is essentially a plant of the deep state. He is a plant of Joe Biden, John Brennan, Barack Obama. He is a creature of the intelligence globalist monopoly. The fact that this guy is an agent, essentially, I mean, we know who he is. The mainstream media won't say it, but it's been reported for weeks in the alternative media, like you're watching right now. The fact that they won't admit that this guy is essentially an asset of the deep state is really, really telling, especially when they have no legal reason not to. Yeah, absolutely. And Rand Paul was at an event with President Trump. We're going to cue that up. And he straight up said it. I mean, I love exactly what he said at this event with President Trump. Let's cue that up and go with it. We got the clip. President Trump has great courage. He faces down the fake media every day. But Congress needs to step up and have equal courage to defend the president. Thank you. That's exactly what needs to take place. Hunter Biden made $50,000 a month. That's the definition of corruption. We know he got it only because of his family connections. We also now know the name of the whistleblower. The whistleblower needs to come before Congress as a material witness because he worked for Joe Biden at the same time Hunter Biden was getting money from corrupt oligarchs. I say tonight to the media, do your job and print his name. All right, you can stop it there. Yes. Do your job, print his name, put it out there, tell the truth, liberal media, the mainstream socialist media, do your job, tell the truth. See, people come to us to find out the truth because the mainstream media is not reporting on it. They know his name. They know his name, but they don't want to tell anyone because they don't want anyone to see the connection with Joe Biden and the rest of these communist, socialist Democrats. Tom. We are at war. The coup d'etat is real. The deep state is real. They are coming for President Trump and they're coming, they're going with everything they have. The closest thing you can call this is a trumped up charge. I mean, that's what this is. This is almost like entrapment. They created a situation in which they have one of their agents playing a role to remove a democratically elected president from the office and invalidate the 2016 election results. They're still hung up. They can't stand the fact that they're going to have four or God willing eight years of an administration that actually cares about this country. And if they can't do this, I hesitate to think of what the next move is because they they keep trying and they keep failing. You're watching yeah. Firepower with me and Will Johnson. We'll be right back after this short break. Capitol Hill, where more hearings are expected today as part of the Democrats' push for impeachment. Well, Republicans now appear to be turning the tables, and they want Adam Schiff to perhaps testify himself as they consider moving a key figure on their end to the House Intelligence Committee. The panel set to conduct 
the initial public hearing. Speaking of the key figure, we have him here. Congressman Jim Jordan has essentially led GOP efforts in the closed-door impeachment proceedings thus far, and he joins us now. Good morning to you. Thanks for Good being with, with us. So you're currently on oversight. There's yep. talk that you might be moved temporarily to the Intelligence uh, Committee yeah. so that you can question Adam Schiff potentially or other well, I don't know about witnesses. Schiff. Uh, we'll see. That, that's a that's a call for Leader McCarthy. Why would they do that? Because you're a bulldog? Well, I mean, that, that's, again, that, that's a Kevin, uh, Leader McCarthy's call. If, if, if Kevin and, and, and uh, Ranking Member Nunes want that to happen, then that, that helps our team. I just want to help our team. I want to help the country see the truth here, that President Trump didn't do anything wrong, and what the Democrats are doing is partisan, it's unfair, and frankly, it's ridiculous, particularly the way they've went about with these secret meetings in the bunker in the basement right. of the Capitol. And yesterday, uh, the Democrats released partial transcripts, yep. and it's going to be drip, drip, drip through this week to try to establish a narrative that the president's a bad guy. Mm -hmm. You know, this all got started, the Ukrainian thing, with this whistleblower. Yeah. Who told a story that was leaked that turned out not to be true. And now I know your side says we should hear from the whistleblower Heck for yeah. transparency. I mean, one of the ways you determine someone's credibility, determine if there's what their motivation is, what kind of biases they may have, is they need to be under oath, take stand up with their right under oath answering your questions. And and frankly, the position we have is the same position Adam Schiff had six weeks ago. Remember when the when this first happened, Adam Schiff said we need to hear from the whistleblower. Right. And then Six weeks later, says, no, 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 we don't. One thing happened in that six-week time frame. Yeah. Namely, we learned Adam Schiff's staff had met with the whistleblower. Once that fact came out, oh, it suddenly changed their story. But th this, the idea that we're going to impeach a president less than 12 months before the next election, based on an anonymous whistleblower with no firsthand knowledge, who has a bias against the president, who worked with Joe Biden, is ridiculous. And the fact that we don't get to question them under oath and determine what kind of what kind of biases they may have. Um, well, he's I think willing, the American to, throw, he's apparently willing to answer written questions. Yeah, that's not going to fly. That is just not going to fly. He said none of it's going to fly. You know what? We're talking about the impeachment. And the main reason why we're talking about the impeachment, because this is the main thing the left is going after. They're trying to go after President Trump on this impeachment, the, this coup d'etat, the whistleblower is all of this fraudulent, all of this made up, none of this is actually real, but because they got caught in a lie with the whistleblower working with Joe Biden, because they got caught up with all of this fraudulent information, they have to keep pushing it out there. Jim Jordan is absolutely correct. Now, if, if Tom, if I accuse you of something, shouldn't you be able to face me in court? Shouldn't you be able to like question me? Like, where did I get the information from? Why did I say what I said? At what point? I mean, shouldn't you be able to do that? I mean, because that's what the left is trying to prevent. They're trying to prevent people from having question or prevent, in this case, President Trump from questioning the person who accused him of doing something when it came out to be fake. Well, that is the law, and that is how our legal system has evolved over a period of over a thousand years of people coming together and trying to figure out what is fair, what is equitable. But the left has already decided that President Trump has his own legal standards. I mean, we saw it with the Mueller report, where Mueller said, well, I couldn't find any evidence against him, but I couldn't find any evidence suggesting he did nothing wrong either. So he's guilty until proven innocent. And so now we've got another special 
special circumstance that only extends to President Trump, where he is not allowed to face his accuser. And what I think the real learning, the the learning point here is, is that if they can do this to President Trump, it's not long before, yes, uh, you can accuse me of doing anything, Will, and so I am, and maybe if you're a Democrat and I'm a Republican, uh, then I won't be able to face you. I think that this is a horrifying new stray away from thousands of years of legal precedents and President Trump is probably only the test case. If they can get by with it with this man, they're going to extend this to everyone and turn our criminal justice system into a even bigger joke than it is today. No, 100%. Now this next clip that we're getting ready to play, this is with Shucky Ducky or Chuck Schumer. He's on here saying that we shouldn't reveal the whistleblower because it goes against everything that we stand for. Basically, because if we, re- if we reveal the whistleblower, we're going to tell everyone, we're going to expose the corruption, this whole fake thing to everyone. So we have to do everything we can. And like I mentioned earlier, you have the communist socialist mainstream media fighting with the Democrats to keep the whistleblower's name under the wraps. Have you ever known for a single reporter in the history of the world to have valuable information that would explode and they don't share it, Tom? Have you ever seen such a thing? Have you ever heard of such a thing? I mean, look, I'm like, wow, here's the name. We have it right here, a headline, drop the whistleblower, boom. They don't want to do it because they know they're going to be caught in it. So let's go to the clip. I'd never heard of that before in my life up until today when we learned that that's exactly what ABC News did with this Jeffrey Epstein story. But sorry, I just had to point that out. Let's go ahead to the clip. Colleagues, one other point I'd make, which is about the whistleblower. The calls to make public the whistleblower's identity are despicable. The whole purpose of the whistleblower law was to protect people when they had the courage to come forward. This whistleblower is obviously coming forward because he was so concerned about where President Trump was leading America. And every single Republican senator, including the Republican leader, ought to denounce this. This has nothing to do with answering questions about the status of impeachment or the status of the trial. This has to do with what America is all about and a law that was passed in a bipartisan way. It would apply. It would apply. Whistleblowers should be protected, period. Period. And no one knows who he is, or if you do, you should let me know. Uh, he's lying. He's straight up lying. I mean, the whistleblower, they changed the law in 2017 so the whistleblower can have secondhand information and take it as valid. So I could just basically make up a lie and say, you know, uh, Tom, hey, hello world, you know, Tom, he robbed the bank yesterday. So now they have to go investigate, even though there's been no reports that a bank has been robbed, to find out if Tom actually robbed the bank. I mean, that's insane. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Will, the, the the big joke of that clip is he goes on and on. Nobody should say who the whistleblower is. Nobody should report this. He must be anonymous. By the way, if you know, would you mind giving me a heads up? I'd like to know. I mean, the, the guy can't even keep his lie straight. These people, it's a clown party. I bet 8 in the morning or, you know, 9.15, whenever they finally get to the office in the morning, they all just come in one tiny little clown car and every single Democrat, all 150 or whatever it is, come out of the same little clown car. It's a joke. Yeah, absolutely. So you know what? 
When we come back from the break, we're going to get on, and Tom, you actually just talked, you just touched on it. We're going to start talking about this Epstein, the whole Veritas project, how all of this is coming to light, how ABC and the rest of them are being exposed, and they don't want anyone to know, right? Because, you know, I, I watch the Communist News Network, and I watch the liberal mainstream socialist media just to see if they're going to even mention it. They don't want to talk about it. Why don't they want to talk about it? Because they know they're all connected to Epstein one way or another. Or they were trying to hide the whole fact that Epstein was a pervert, a pedophile, a predator, a monster that tormented and did all these horrible things to women. And they're supporting them. They're supporting him. They support him then, just like they support this terrorist that was overseas that President Trump just took out. All right, we're going to talk about Epstein when we come back. It's an insider within ABC News has not gone to the New York Times or the Washington Post. Once again, has come to Project Veritas. I mean, this is a big deal, Alex. She talks about how she thinks Jeffrey Epstein was killed at higher ups in the network. These network executives telling her, Alex, to squash the story, to spike the story. And uh, now, Alex, the lawyers for ABC News have apparently worded this very corporate statement trying to cover it up. I'm a little frustrated that AB didn't double down. A a Amy's kind of backtracking a little bit in that statement. She's put out an official statement. Um, but we have the insider, Alex, still on the inside of ABC News, uh, getting recordings of what everyone is doing. The president of ABC News spoke to me and Project Veritas, um, and someone uh, came to our headquarters and gave us this statement. So we've really shaken the, the tree, Alex, and the Associated Press is commenting. This is all blowing up, and it's just part one of this Jeffrey Epstein cover-up story inside ABC News. Well, that was my next question. Uh, you say more is coming. Uh, following those breadcrumbs, please give the audience a little bit of a view on uh, what we can expect and when we can expect it. Well, we typically, we, we do these stories, uh, piecemeal. We release one at a time because the media is complicit. I mean, let's just be honest about this. Everyone's sort of saying, Oh, I wish it wasn't James O'Keefe that broke this story. Project Veritas shouldn't be breaking a story. Well, it's self-evident in the tape with Amy Robach. People don't trust the media. And this is why they don't trust the media because they, they, they sit on news. They have the news. They don't break the news. ABC still has. There still is tape of this interview with the accusers. They have not aired. So we, what we tend to do, and you know this about us by now, we, we, we break part one, we watch the reaction, it becomes, the reaction becomes part of the story, and then we break part two, and I'm not going to give any more secrets away, I'm going to show you, I'm going to tell you that we have the uh, conversation with the president of ABC News that we're about to break, and, and we'll just see how people react to this, but it appears, Alex, this is the biggest story uh, in our organization's history, and um the tape speaks for itself. Amy Robach speaks for herself. By the way, I totally agree with you. This story is even bigger than the last. It was bigger than the last. It just is building exponential as the dam breaks and more whistleblowers come out because they can't stand the evil anymore. They can't stand the manipulation. They can't sleep at night over what's happening. Uh, and that statement about we had Clinton, we had it all. We know he was organizing this. We know the Clintons were involved. This is really scaring the, the deep state and has sent a tremor through the force. And not just on the right, Alex. I mean, Alexandria Cortez tweeted the story, the Daily Beast. Everyone, everyone is outraged by this. Everyone is indignant. And the insider told me that he was so angry that the he or she, because, you know, very well could be a she, was so angry about what they saw in that Good Morning America set 
that's what compelled them to reach out. And I've already had a few insiders come to us in the last uh, few hours from within other networks. So it's all happening. It's all it's all happening. These are the brave new people. And, I, and if you're watching this program, because there's a lot of people watching this and you're on the inside, projectveritas.com slash brave, send us an encrypted note. That's what this is all about. This is there's a movement of heroes who are angry at the system and want to blow the whistle with videotapes. I will have their backs and you're going to see this unfold over the next few days. James, there's only one story bigger than this, and that's that the whistleblowers are exponential. It's getting bigger. It's getting more powerful. That's really the story is that mainstream media is finally finding its soul. And this is an existential crisis I believe will bring down this whole web of deep state that's using sex crimes uh, as the poisonous glue, the satanic glue that holds their empire of blackmail together. Well, I mean, Amy wrote, it's Amy Robach's own words. She says that this guy specialized in blackmail. She says there's a lot, listen to the tape. She says there's a lot of powerful people on those airplanes. So who at ABC News was protecting who? And yes, I think there's a movement of insiders and people say, James, do I fear for my life? Am I scared? I say, I'm not scared. This organization, Project Veritas, is protected by patriots, hundreds of thousands of people, and many insiders are coming forward. We're going to have their backs. Uh, the tapes speak for themselves. I don't really have much more to say except for stay tuned for the next one. All right. Well, uh, I know you're a busy man and we appreciate your time. We appreciate you joining us as each of these unfold. And we tend to get a lot of the whistleblowers after you have them on. Obviously, this isn't a whistleblower. This is a whistleblower that's leaked information. Um, and it's just amazing. And, and more is coming. Any idea on when part two is going to drop? We're about to drop this uh, conversation with the president of ABC News, a man named J James Goldston. That'll be imminently. And again, projectveritas.com backslash brave. Go to our website. Uh, work with us. We'll have your back. Wow, I the promise. house of cards is coming down. All right. So we I was just told by the production crew that we actually have that video that James O'Keefe was talking about, Tom. So we're going to go here in just a minute. We're going to go to that video. But, you know, for them to protect... Epstein during that time, three years ago, then they were protecting all of the people that had probably had ties to Epstein and went to his island, pedophile island. This is, this is, you know what? This is Satan. And I, and I always refer to it because we're in a spiritual battle. This is Satan controlling these people to say what not is happening, right? Because they don't want people to know that these monsters are among us. If you look at some of the names that she mentioned, she mentions the Clinton family, the royal family in Great Britain. She mentions high-powered politicians. The fact is, think of what was happening three years ago, Will. We were in the middle of a very important election. They didn't want this to come out because it would sully Hillary Clinton's chances at winning. And, you know, I would also just like to point out, this is ABC News we're talking about, this very same organization that only three, not even three weeks ago, was it two weeks ago, put out video of a gun range, I believe it was in Kentucky or Tennessee, where they had they were shooting rifles and having a good time. They passed this off, this public video that was available on YouTube for anyone to see. They put a filter on it, they changed the color a little bit, and they attempted to pass it off as a devastating attack by the Turks in yes. against the Kurds. This is ABC. That. that was able to fly on ABC, but this very important Epstein story, nope, that has to be crushed. Same story 
with Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh had a couple beers, breaking news. But then this story on Epstein, nope, not good enough, doesn't meet our standards, has to be squashed. It's mainly because they're all in support of pedophilia, Tom. They, these these monsters are all about it. You know, when uh, when it comes to the LGBTQP, they don't have any issues with it. So let's go to this other clip. It's a really short clip where he was just referring to. Become an undercover journalist. Go to projectveritas.com slash journalist dash application. Hello, Mr. Golson. I'm a reporter with Project Veritas. We have footage of uh, Amy Robach saying that ABC News executives uh, killed her Jeffrey Epstein story some years ago. Do you have a comment, sir? I don't. I don't. Do you have a comment? I do not have a comment. I'm going to play the footage for you, sir. I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. That's Amy Robach speaking, sir. Um, then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'll give you a comment as soon as we've um, uh, had a look at that. We were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate. Well, she said her Jeffrey Epstein story was uh, killed story. some years ago. She said that she had the story, but ABC News executives uh, told her uh, they squashed it. So if you have a comment, sir, now would be a good time. I don't have a comment. Thank you very much. Be a catalyst for change. He doesn't have a comment because he's probably has uh, probably been on the plane. I'm just curious. I'm not saying that he has. I don't know, but I was. I wouldn't be surprised. Why wouldn't you comment on it? You should say something. Say, you know what? I need to talk to her to see what maybe maybe she might be mistaken. I don't know. Say something. <laughs> Why wouldn't you say anything? Look, this this is what I would say if I was him. I would need to talk to her because maybe you have your stories mixed up. I mean, make up a lie. You know, right. I mean, hey, uh, Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction. Lie and say you found them. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Make up a lie. If you don't know the answer, just kind of go along with it. They, ABC, Tom, you just said, you sit there and said it, how they made this whole thing up, like the Turks were attacking, and it had all the explosions and everything. They changed the color, made it look like it was overseas. Why not? Why stop now? Because they got <laughs> caught. Because they got well, caught. Well, you know. What well, I went to public relations school, and one of the things they said is the worst thing you can ever say is no comment. I mean, at the very least, say, I don't have all the available information. I will find it and get back to you at a set time. But what he did makes his network look deplorable, looks disgusting, it looks dishonest. And frankly, he should know better, being that he is the head of this very powerful news organization. These are the people who are shepherding the tender minds of Americans. You're watching Firepower. We'll be right back after this break.
stuff you see happening, you know, we're talking about Jeff Epstein, uh, the craziness there, and then even overseas. So the young lady that we're having coming on with us is Base Amy. She's a Brexter, uh, a pro-Trump Trump supporter, advocate that got recognized when she popped the famous Trump balloon. You remember that? There's a young lady popped the Trump balloon. This is the lady here. She speaks for us for civil rights and freedom of speech. And now she's facing, you know, possible jail time because she called a person of parliament a traitor. Amy, thank you for joining us. Hey, Will. It's very, very nice to speak with you again. Yes, yes. Thank you for joining us. So, you know, I was sitting there watching your video and you're not doing anything and you have a cane there and they're like being real aggressive with you. Um, tell us exactly what, what was what was the reason for them to uh, to try to arrest you or for them to arrest you? What was the main reason there? Well, honestly, uh, well, that was me turning myself in, actually, because, well, I didn't actually turn myself in because I, I don't believe I did anything wrong. But the police had been coming to my house for four mornings in a row, knocking on my window, trying to arrest me uh, because I was on a national database of being uh, wanting to be questioned because um, they I had refused an invitation to an interview. The police sort of do this, offer an invitation to an interview, a sort of voluntary invitation. But if you choose to decline the invitation, then it turns out to be not such a good idea because then they want to come and arrest you. So I haven't quite figured that one out, the old invitation. It's not quite an invitation. It's actually an order because if you don't do it, then they're going to come and arrest you. So I don't know. It's weird. But um, my crime was... Yeah, my crime was... um, I can't name the person, and as it happens, I could hear the name coming out over the airwaves, but that's on your airwaves, so that's fine. I cannot name that person for for potential being arrested and taken to prison. We're, we're, I know it's England. I know it's very hard. You, you think, like, it's North Korea or something. But I kid you not, Will, the, the last encounter I had was in Parliament six months ago. When I went into Parliament, not expecting to see anybody in particular, it was just before the Brexit, the true Brexit date of the 29th of March, I went in on the 27th. And uh, with the hope of questioning any MPs who happened to be around as to why they were betraying us, why they were delaying what we'd ordered over two and a half years before. So, um, you know, the fact is that this person happened to be in front of a camera and... um, so I decided to 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 use the specific word of traitor, which I mean I think the new dictionary definition should have this person's name as the definition <laughs> because quite frankly <laughs> it's true. But um you know, yeah, so so that was six months ago and I, I mean I know I'm I'm sort of joking. This is it, this is crazy because I'm literally facing jail time. Not for swearing, not for threatening, not for doing anything untoward, but just for criticizing a member of parliament. So, mm. I mean, it would sort of be the equivalent of saying something to Nancy Pelosi or Shifty Schiff, you know, saying that they're a traitor, that that, that person could be arrested. I mean, it's Yeah, crazy. I mean, a lot of people say that. I said it about Obama. I still say that about Obama, that he was a traitor. You got a question, wow. Tom? 
So, I mean, help Americans understand this because this is completely alien to us and it's just over the horizon. If another Democrat gets back in office, you're saying there are databases in the UK where they have lists of people such as yourself who are vocal critics of certain members of the government, members of parliament, and they pull you, they, they send you this order, this invite, this, this suggestion that has a loaded gun behind it essentially saying, come and talk to us, Amy. And if you don't do that, they will arrest you. But what is this database? How on earth do they decide who goes into this database? I mean, just help people understand this. This is so alien to most of our viewers. Well, just to let you know that I happen to be going on trial in two days' time. Uh, uh, this Friday is my trial against for, yeah. for this. It's called harassment, I think, is what it is. Uh, I mean, so apparently you know, six months ago, I'd seen the person twice. Um, and was just questioning their job ability, loyalty. And um, so, and because I, I happen to have been very active in the Brexit process, I've been very vocal. I happen to have my YouTube channel and I have Periscope. And so I would I make a point of, of being a voice of people who can't speak out. And I've been spent most of, the last couple of years being up near Parliament, challenging the fake stream media, lamestream media, um, and politicians and the police, the authoritarianism. So <laughs> they kind of know me a little bit, I suppose. And the thing is, is that the last encounter was back in March, which was just a, you know, it wasn't anything. I just used that word. And, you know, nothing happened. Nobody ever spoke to me. Um, and then unfortunately, there were a couple of people who'd had uh, a similar encounter with the same person uh, who went on trial in July because they, the same, it's the same thing, free speech, questioning a, a person in, in power, the, an elected official, and uh, criticizing them. Um, unfortunately, they pled guilty. Uh, without even mm. going to trial, they they took a plea really? deal. So that kind of puts you in a bad pickle, right? I mean, so they they they're expecting you to plead guilty. Say, so we don't want you to say anything. We don't want you to. We we're, we're basically going to tell you what you can and can't not say, right? In America, uh, I mean, Nancy Pelosi. I'm saying this live right now. Nancy Pelosi, Shifty Shift, Maxine Waters, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden. They're all traitors to this nation. Every last one of them. And you know what? I get to say that because we're in America. And like Tom said, if the Democrats have it their way in this nation, we're going to be experiencing the same thing that you are. And I guarantee they already have a database here. Tom is probably on it. Tom's probably on it because he's a white male automatically. He's already got a strike against him. So, you know, yeah, this no. tyranny is not just America. It's happening where you are. And it's, it's a global thing. And you know what? I think it's because of the global agenda. And let me let me ask you real quick, because because <clears throat> uh, like the hot topic, are you hearing any buzz? Are you hearing any talk over there about Epstein and the whole Project Veritas? Have you heard anything? Well, you know, it's hard, Will, because I don't listen to the fake stream media. So I, I obviously get my news from the proper news sources, such as yourself. So I'm actually, you know, I know I'm very tuned into to everything. So as far as the, what, what tends to happen is if it's mentioned, it's sort of in passing. 
and especially because obviously the royal family, a particular person in the royal family is um, involved. Yeah, see, that's why I asked. Uh, that's why I asked because the royal family's right there. Is it like hush hush there? Don't say anything about it. Well, you know, once upon a time it wasn't so hush hush, but it seems as though the the whole I don't know the the morality thing is completely switched and and the press don't do what they used to do here definitely not so and i don't know i say tom i don't know if i answered your question about how how it equates to what i'm going through here's the thing the database thing i i because i've been active um mm. proactive i've been sort of vocal i i and i found out with the paperwork <laughs> that i seem to be i've been identified and i think uh as a as a real dare I say it, extreme right wing, which I don't know what that means. Honestly, I don't know what extreme right wing is. I've I've still yet to find the definition, but it seems as though patriots, people who love their country, um, who just want a referendum result honoured, seem to be extreme right wing, uh, which is apparently a really bad thing. And um, so I'm I'm on a list, I guess. I found out. And because of my activity and because of the, the, the critical stage we're in um, mm. with Brexit, uh -huh, um, they, I guess, didn't really want me to be around. And plus this particular person who must not be she, who must not be named. Yep. Oh, I hear something. Good. Um, well, hey, Amy, I want to thank you for coming on with us. I know it's late there. And so, it's really well, early. Yeah. Thank you so much and the best of luck to you. Yes, thank I you. I'll get on, okay? All right. All right, everybody, firepowernews.com. We're going to talk about Epstein. We're going to drill it more. We'll be back. Would you make your right hand, please? Yes. Do you solemnly swear the testimony you're about to give will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you? Yes, I do. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. It was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. Then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. That's tape leaked to us by our latest network insider. This brave insider works at ABC News. ABC News anchorwoman Amy Robach is talking to her producer on a hot mic. She says she had the Jeffrey Epstein story three years ago, and her bosses at ABC News spiked it. And then, um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in it because of the plane. So she told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail, and now it's all coming out, and it's like these new revelations, and I freaking had all of it. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. Like every day, I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh my god, we it was um, what what we had was unreal. Our insider told us this tape was recorded earlier this year in late August, a day or so after this NPR report came out, sharply criticizing ABC News for not broadcasting the Robach. Jufre interview years ago. ABC has episodically covered the scandal, yet the interview was never broadcast. And Jufre says she was never told why. Other women backing it up. Hey, yep. Brad Edwards, the attorney, three years ago saying, like, on, like, 
we there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. And I had it all three years ago. But the creepy thing is that we would make access to all of these high-profile Well, then I got a little concerned about why I couldn't get on. On the leaked insider tape, Amy Robach says she had the Jeffrey Epstein story three years prior, but her exclusive interview was shelved. Robach says in the leaked tape there was a lot of pressure from Buckingham Palace. According to NPR, the famed lawyer Alan Dershowitz also pressured the network to kill the story. Shortly before the interview was due to air, Harvard Emeritus Law Professor Alan Dershowitz called the network. He was also one of Epstein's lead defense attorneys. We wonder if the story was killed to protect the rich and powerful. It seems few were worried about protecting the women who may have been Jeffrey Epstein's victims. Remember, Epstein was still a free man three years ago. And just to be clear, the interview has still not aired. What is ABC News waiting for, or who are they still protecting? She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton, we had everything. Robach also has no doubt about what happened to Epstein when he finally was arrested and jailed. So do I think he was killed? A hundred percent. Yes, I do. Because you want he made his whole living blackmailing people. Yeah. There were a lot of men in those planes, a lot of men who visited that island, a lot of powerful men who came into that apartment. I knew immediately. <clears throat> and they made it seem as though he made that suicide attempt two weeks earlier, but his lawyers claimed that he was roughed up by his cellmate around the neck. That was all like to plant the seed. And then that's why I really believe it. Like really believe it. The last of the leaked tape has Robach talking about alleged Epstein conspirator Ghislaine Maxwell and how she should be very careful. He's got to have left evidence like in the you know, unexplained. Well, Ghislaine Maxwell, who I had all sorts of stuff on her too. I love it. I'm like, it's so funny to hear everyone say her name next. I'm like, oh my God, like I had all the, and everyone's like, who's that? Who cares? I kept getting that. Who cares? Um, she knows everything. Firepower with Will Johnson. All right, welcome back. Firepowernews.com. We have another guest on with us, and this young man has been going all across the border, bringing awareness to what's happening. Uh, he supports the Border Patrol there. He's doing so much and speaking out, and he's getting attacks. And this, it's not a, you know, it's not a black male. He's not a white male. Uh, I'm just going to say that, and when we bring him on, you'll know who I'm talking about. Anthony is a conservative. That's his name. Anthony is conservative out of El Paso, Texas, that works tirelessly to expose what is happening on the border. And he is here to talk about the event that he has planned to show support for the Border Patrol. Welcome, Anthony. Thank you for joining us. 
How you doing? Thank you for having me, Will. Yes, yes, awesome. So let's uh, let's get into it really quick because we're, we're limited on time. Uh, you have an event coming up, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the border situation. So let's get that out the way real quick. You have an event that's coming up, and what made you decide to do this for the Border Patrol? Right. So as many of you guys are familiar with the whole situation of the illegal migration that has uh, been occurring, uh, El Paso has been one of the areas that has been hit the hardest. Uh, and unfortunately for our servicemen and women of CBP and Border Patrol, uh, it's, it has not been an easy year, especially when you have elected officials that have been uh, very, very disgusting to them, not showing them really any kind of support. So uh, I feel it is important to show these individuals that America stands with them and we appreciate them. And therefore, we're going to be having a pre-Thanksgiving appreciation dinner for our Customs, Border Protection, and Border Patrol agents, where we nice. will be serving 600 plates to these guys. Nice. Wow. That is phenomenal. So how did you, I mean, obviously living in El Paso, Texas, you're right there next to the border. How would you describe how things have changed since President Trump, of course, got at least a portion of the wall up in your neck of the woods? Well, the good thing about all of this that has been happening, uh, the guys from We Build the Wall uh, actually mm. began the construction and are on the process, are in the process of finalizing and finishing it off. Um, they went ahead and constructed a little over half, three-fourths of a mile, and it has dramatically, in that particular area, there has not been one illegal crossing to that particular area. It is on private property, and the landowners are extremely happy with the results that the wall has been giving them. Uh, these guys did not just build a physical barrier, but they implemented technology into this wall that goes far above beyond uh any kind of current wall that is already up and 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 on, on the border nice so i saw a report the other day where they said that some of the uh i guess the cartel uh found a way to get through some of the uh the border wall that has just been reconstructed not not the new border wall um so have have you heard about that and do you think that uh, we're going to see more of that because they said it was like a hundred dollar saw that they picked up at the hardware store that was able to cut through it. Mind you, this was just reconstruction of the, the current wall that was there, not the wall that the new wall that president Trump is putting in place. Right. So they, they are, I mean, unfortunately I'll tell you one thing, Will El Paso to me is the city of drone. When you are out here on the border, you can literally, and you, you could go back to some of the reports that I've done in the past. A lot of, a lot, for basically every single night, we have drones monitoring our border patrol agents throughout the night. And as they are monitoring our border patrol agents, they are pushing individuals, groups of people through one particular area, mm -hmm. tying up our resources and pushing uh, the narcotics through the other side. So uh, it doesn't surprise me that with a hundred dollar saw, they're, they're getting through. And it's something that we're going to continue to, 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 to see, unfortunately. And unless we really buckle down with Congress and start, start making some real changes and really enforcing laws, we're going to continue to see this. We need to stop incentivizing all of these freebies, bud. Mm -hmm. 
Right. So just recently we saw, uh, I mean, it, it's chaos in Mexico on the other side of that big, beautiful wall. Uh, of course, they have drug cartels breaking El Chapo's son out of prison. Uh, just today, a report surfaced of, I believe, 11 Mormons were brutally murdered. They're calling it a case of mistaken identity. Other people have said maybe that's not the case. But at the same time, the government of Mexico is now doing whatever it can to keep people from crossing illegally. So how, I mean, you're down there on the ground. What should we be doing to incentivize Mexico to essentially stop being a narco state and continue to apprehend these people? And and you're absolutely correct. They do have their military down here directly on the other side. But I'll tell you one thing. I've witnessed and I've been able to record being out there constantly. Uh, We see the municipal police in Juarez working with the coyotes that are trying to get individuals across through these open areas and they work hand in hand. So the corruption runs real deep out there because right in front of me, as I'm just uh, maybe like 10 feet away on the other side of the wall where they're actually operating and flashing lights to almost a, a quarter of a mile of a distance, uh, it, the, the corruption runs extremely, extremely deep. However, uh, the military presence that has been on the border has definitely diminished and brought down the illegal activity that has been going on here at the border. Uh, speaking with border patrol agents on the ground, uh, they told me that since the military has been in Juarez, the illegal crossings on their behalf have diminished 70%. And we have a lot wow. to thank for President Trump for implementing everything that he's doing out there for us. Awesome. Let me ask you, what do you think is going to be the results of like, you know, cities like L.A. and now Las Vegas have ended the ICE program. I'm pretty sure you're aware of that. I mean, so do you think it's going to cause more uh, problems within these cities because the the law enforcement can no longer do their jobs? Absolutely. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. El Paso is definitely an undeclared sanctuary city. We have uh, Mm -hmm. elected officials such as Veronica Escobar, And as you guys are very well aware, a few weeks back, she was sending her staffers down there to try to get these individuals to come come across again after being turned down and turned away. So not having ice in these major cities is just going to hike the crime rate. Absolutely. We see it down here on a day-by-day basis. And a lot of it goes unreported by the mainstream media. They do a fantastic job in keeping my community down here in particular in the dark. Uh, Anything that negative that happens that is done by illegals down here. Uh, the mainstream media out here just kind of brushes it and throws it under the rug. And it's never really heard about unless you have individuals boots on the ground that are actually out here reporting more like the freelancers and stuff like that. Right. So in our last couple minutes of this segment, uh, what is the overall sentiment of the people in El Paso? Because, of course, we had uh, uh, we had uh, the noted Irishman, Beto O'Rourke. He just dropped out, but he was saying that El Paso is with him and he wants to tear down all of the existing walls and and no borders at all in this country. I mean, so what are actual people in El Paso? Do they understand that things are getting better because of the administration or are they on team illegal immigration? Uh, it, it, it's a total device, divided city right now. Uh, the thing that I do see, and, and being from personal experience, uh, every time that I host an event, the crowd begins to get bigger and bigger and bigger. 
individuals are starting to come out. The conser- the conservatives are starting to come out of their, I want to say closet. The closet conservatives are starting to come out <laughs> into the open. They're more open about where they stand. People are definitely waking up and I'm so proud of my city for the accomplishments and, and, and really for them not being scared to start wearing these MAGA hats around town and, and even flags on, on, on cars and, and trucks out here. It, yeah, the that's awesome. Happen- so the Anthony, definitely happening. Yes, Anthony, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for coming on with us. We ran out, we're running out of time. So really quick, tell everyone how they can help you and connect with you with this event that you have coming up. Okay, uh, we are still 19 turkeys short. Really quick, if you guys are willing to donate, go to Conservative Anthony on Facebook. Uh, we're just 19 turkeys short. We are not taking any cash, but we are asking that you log on to walmart.com and you order as if you're going to purchase groceries at a store here in El Paso. If you need any more information, I would love and, and I would love to uh, have you help us. If you want to come down to El Paso, November 23rd, we will be active for almost 24 hours, dropping off plates. Inviting Border Patrol and, uh, and Customs Border Protection agents to come uh, have a awesome, awesome. Thank you. All right, everyone, show some love. We'll be back. I- I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, first of all, I was told, "Who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. This is a stupid story." Um, then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew and threatened us a million different ways. Um, we were so afraid we wouldn't be able to interview Kate and Will that we that also quashed the story. And then um, and then Alan Dershowitz was also implicated in because of the planes. She told me everything. She had pictures. She had everything. She was in hiding for 12 years. We convinced her to come out. We convinced her to talk to us. Um, it was unbelievable what we had. Clinton. We had everything. I, I tried for three years to get it on to no avail. And now it's all coming out. And it's like these new revelations. And I freaking had all of it. I'm so pissed right now. Like every day I get more and more pissed because I'm just like, oh my God, we, it was, um, what, what we had was unreal. Other women backing it up. Hey, yep. Brad Edwards, the attorney three years ago saying like, uh, like we, there will come a day when we will realize Jeffrey Epstein was the most prolific pedophile this country has ever known. I had it all three years ago. The most this country has ever known. Pedophile Epstein. She sat on the story three years ago. But you know who didn't sit on the story, Tom? Alex Jones. Alex Jones did not sit on the story about Epstein Pedophile Island, they were all calling him crazy for saying it, for bringing it up, and now it's mainstream news, and they still don't want to acknowledge who was bringing it up the first time. Tomorrow's news today. It is what it is, and they don't want to acknowledge it. Alex Jones has a crystal ball. I'm still looking for it myself every time I go over there. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true. I mean, Alex was on this story. I mean, we can say three years ago, but he was on the story five years ago, 10 years ago. He knew who Jeffrey Epstein was, and he didn't forget like the rest of the media did after he served his cushy little sentence where he got to leave the uh, jail cell six days a week to go to his luxurious office. I mean, Mm -hmm. this is a guy who, again, you heard the woman say it is the most prolific pedophile in American history and his little black book of friends is as extensive 
expensive as you would imagine. I've personally seen an older version of it, one the one that was confiscated back when he was arrested the first time. And some of the names that I came across were baffling. And I can only assume it's gotten bigger since then. Prince Andrew is just the tip of the iceberg. But it is par for the course for the British royalty to be implicated and then for the British royalty to squash this story. But what's really sad, and earlier the viewers saw when James O'Keefe was on Alex Jones, they saw O'Keefe say it's, it's sad that this woman is not, Amy Robach is not going to double down. I mean, for a journalist to have any level of integrity, you can, you know, okay, you get knocked down on a story, that's fine. But then when that is published and your inability to get a story up is known, she should leave this network. But you know, well, this is what they do. She's probably making 200k a year. She probably has a family. She's probably very well taken care of. She probably has a car, security, you name it. She doesn't want to put that on the line to do the right thing, to do what would be the upstanding thing to do, to essentially be a real journalist. She's happy being a a peon, a pawn of ABC News, and she doesn't want to give that up. So she's going to essentially continue sitting on this story. Imagine if you had breaking news that no one else had or and you and you could come out with it and say, look, here it is. It's absolutely true. You're the first one to break the news. Your name is all in the head along with it as the author of the, this information, this article. Why would you do it? I mean, so she, basically she's being controlled by the network, like you said. And she's like, oh, I can't let it all go. I can't tell the truth. Because people will, will, will get upset with me. And then for her to make the, the comment saying that we, we, you know, the royalties, you know, and even possibly like the, I don't think she, I don't recall her saying Clinton's name per se, but I mean, we all know who she's talking about. These high profile people will no longer come back on the network if they expose the monster that they all support. This was happening here. This, this, this demonic stuff. And it's all leading back to the demonic stuff that they're doing, Tom. All of it does. Because the main thing here, the main topic of it all, is not the fact that they uh, they let Epstein get away with it for so long. It's not the fact that they didn't talk about Epstein. It's the fact that it was about children on this pedophile island, and they did nothing to stop it. That's the most horrible thing. And even now, I mean, who knows what Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's long-term quote-unquote girlfriend and uh, appointment scheduler, who knows what she's up to? I've done the research. Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's so-called girlfriend, is now shacking up with yet another very rich man, reportedly, a tech tycoon who invented something 15 years ago and now he's magically extremely wealthy and he has a very secluded uh, place up in the upstate part of New York if memory serves. I mean, so nobody is following this story even now. God knows what Ghislaine Maxwell, who allegedly was complicit in all of Jeffrey Epstein's disgusting pedophilic behavior, nobody wants to talk about this. Nobody wants to mention it. The news is dead. It's, I think you're right, Will. It is because these people are firmly on Team Elite and by association, they're on Team Pedophile. Yeah, you know what? The number one story in the country is that Epstein didn't kill himself. He didn't suicide <laughs> himself. But you know what? Don't If you turn over to the Communist News Network or MSDNC, you won't see that. You see just the opposite. They try to oh, sweep it up under the rug. Sweep it up well, under the rug. I guarantee you. 
if somebody were to flip there right now, I would bet dollars to donuts they're talking about impeachment and what Trump tweeted yes. today. They aired a report yes. over the weekend that Trump has done uh, so many typos on Twitter. Impeach him for a typo. I heard about that. It was Brian Stelter, right? Brian Stelter, President Trump came out with misspelled words on Twitter, and we're going to say <laughs> kafefe and everything else. Because Brian Stelter, this is what he does. We find the most idiotic thing that we can think of because we have nothing positive to say about President Trump. I mean, seriously, right. this is the liberal media, and they're nothing but grown children. They're tyrannical, grown children that have nothing else better to do other than try to take out the sitting president of the United States. Personally, I don't like it. No one should like it. I guarantee the majority of the American people are fed up with it. But to the left, they keep pushing all of this insane, crazy stuff out there. He reminds me of one of the, uh, the Klingons on, uh, Star Trek. This would have to, <laughs> or, you know, he, maybe he's a, a Borg, the collective. I was going to so, say, unlike the Klingons, I don't think he could take anyone on a fight, but go ahead, Will. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He's one of the, one of the weak ones. So we have this video. Let's go ahead and go out with this video. This is a uh, number 11. This is just recapping on the Veritas. Let's go out with this. This is just insane. We have a special guest that we're going to be joining us by phone after this. Become an undercover journalist. Go to projectveritas.com slash journalist dash application. Hello, Mr. Golson. I'm a reporter with Project Veritas. We have footage of uh, Amy Robach saying that ABC News executives uh, killed her Jeffrey Epstein story some years ago. Do you have a comment, sir? I don't. I don't. Do you have a comment? I do not have a comment. I'm going to play the footage for you, sir. I've had the story for three years. I've had this interview with Virginia Roberts. We would not put it on the air. Um, first of all, I was told, who's Jeffrey Epstein? No one knows who that is. That's Amy Robach speaking, sir. Um, then the palace found out that we had her whole allegations about Prince Andrew. Isn't and there some kind of yeah, ethics against them not reporting the news? I mean, this is crazy. There should be some ethics on it, right? We'll be back. Welcome back, firepowernews.com. So, you know, I like to go out a lot of places and I like to talk to a lot of these leftist liberals and just get them to talk on camera, to have a conversation. A lot of times they won't talk to me, but you know, someone who's really good to get them to talk to them is Caitlin Bennett. She's, she's, she's magical how the liberals just flock to her, how they want to just open up and they can be completely nasty. Maybe because they feel safe going to a young lady versus a big burly man like me. Maybe that's what it is. I'm, you know, I'm just curious. So we have Kaylin on the phone with us and we're going to talk about her last event that she was at, or we have a video and where some people were being attacked. Do we have Kaylin on the line? Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Loud and clear. <laughs> so thanks for having me on. Number one. Um, so last night we were in Kentucky in Lexington at the Trump rally. And I dressed up as my alter ego, Jenna. Her full name is Jenna Talia. You know, funny, whatever. <laughs> but um, we, I went out there to try to um, talk to leftists without them assaulting me. That's why I dressed up as one of them. But um, some Antifa members recognized me and decided to take it as an opportunity 
to attack me and my fiance, who was the cameraman, and that's what the video shows. So I'm in the pink wig. So that was you in the pink wig. Yeah, that's recognize me. you because I was looking at. It, I was like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, no, that's me. The I got Rico. all of my hair. Yeah, I'm like, that's a hair. very good disguise. But you know what they? You know what it is? They love you so much. They they just watch every single video you put out. That's what it is. <laughs> you, you might be onto something, Will. So, Caitlin, I'm curious, and thanks again for coming on the show on such short notice, uh, especially while you're traveling, which is why you're by phone. Uh, can you tell us, have you ever been assaulted like this before? Is this starting to become a regular occurrence, or is this the first time? Did we lose her? Did we lose Caitlin? Okay. Let's go play that, uh, play the video clip with her getting assaulted so everyone will know what we're talking about while you try to get her back. I was at an event and I had this dude come up to me and say, you know what? It's always actually it was just yesterday. Um, we were riding around in an armored vehicle and I got out and I started talking to liberals and they said that it's been white men going around with mega hats, terrorizing people for the last four years, knowing that's a blatant lie. It's always the left. Caitlin Ben has never gone out and, and violently attacked anyone. Do we have Caitlin back? Okay. So Caitlin, what, how long, so did the police actually arrest anyone or did they just like break it up and that was it? What? Okay. They say we have her, but, uh, she's like really silent and you know, she's not the silent type. <laughs> no, she's not, Will, and it was amazing. I mean, that guy was easily twice her size and she seemed to be holding her own in that little scrap he started, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they would, you know what? She, she never backs down and they have a problem with her because they call her the gun girl, right? So they, they're afraid right. of her because of that alone and they don't want her to, uh, to, to show that she believes in the second amendment. They don't care about any of that. Um, for her to stand up to these people like yeah. this, it's, it takes a lot of bravery. Oh, I think we have her back. Hi, I'm back. Okay. So one of the questions I have for you, did they actually arrest them or did they just break it up and then had everyone go about their way? They broke it up. Uh, they saw it happening. They saw what he was doing to me, broke it up. And I demanded that he be arrested because he has um, actually targeted me before. The firearms, actually, that black guy um, has targeted me before, uh, armed heavily at the Kent State rally that I did. And he actually got arrested a year ago at my walk for uh, fighting with the police. So I told him, I said, he targeted me. He knows who I am. Do not let him go. He to do this to me again. 
And they go, well, we can't arrest him because we didn't see it. So <laughs> no one got arrested that night. There was a transgender person who attacked my fiance, and then a group of four people mobbed up on him. And that's what you're seeing where I intervene to try to get them off of him. And that's why the chief of lie turned to me and started trying to come after me because I was alone. Well, we were just remarking, Caitlin, you did pretty good in that fight. I mean, that was, uh, that was some impressive cojones there. Um, so now, but I mean, this is caught on video. Did the police know that? I mean, there, there's video evidence. We just showed it or are they just doing what police all over the country seem to be doing nowadays and just totally ignoring leftist violence? Well, they said that they couldn't arrest anybody because they didn't witness it. So we offered to show them video. Um, there was actually a fan of mine, a supporter who saw happening. And that's when she took her phone out. And I wouldn't have had that, that third person view on the cell phone if it weren't for her showing up out of nowhere. Like, it's crazy luck that she was there. I'm so thankful she was. But uh, we showed them that video and they still didn't arrest him. But, you know, this is what police are doing in the country. They're being controlled by Democrats in, in major Democratic cities. And they have their hands tied. Do I believe that the cops actually didn't help me that day? Honestly, no, I don't think they actually wanted to. And that's just sad. And I looked at them. I said, you just saw a man, saw a woman and you're not going to do anything. Nope. Sorry, we can't. You know, that kind of, it infuriates me that the police department, they don't do what they're supposed to do when it comes to conservatives. Now, when a leftist have an event, for example, when uh, Hillary Rotten Clinton was here in Austin, I went there. And I'm just there with my camera walking around recording people, you know, and every now and then I'll make a comment because I noticed how the crowd was nothing but white people. And it was less than percent of the people that were, you know, color. And I just brought that to their attention. I said, wait a minute, I thought white people were bad. I mean, look, all of you are white here. Well, anyways, as a result, the police officer came over to me and said that we're charging you with criminal trespassing. I need your driver license. And I'm like, for what? I'm here. I'm just here at a public event like everyone else. He said, I don't want to hear it. I'm charging you with criminal trespassing. Give me your driver license or I'm going to take your camera. So, I I mean, I don't fight with the police officers, but you know what, Caitlin, for the police officers not to address the issue, especially when they actually see proof. I mean, it's like the Epstein. They don't even want to address the truth. I mean, it's like sweeping it all on their rug. And so when we come back from the break, uh, I'm not sure how long you have with us. When we come back from the break, I'd like to get your take on the whole Epstein ordeal and how the ABC and all of them trying to cover this up. And where's the hashtag Me Too? I mean, where are they at when it comes to Epstein? How come they're not upset because all this took place? How come they're not out here marching saying we need the truth? How come they're not out there marching against ABC saying, how come y'all didn't stand up when y'all had this information? How come y'all let all these other women get tormented and terrorized by this pervert pedophile? Joe Biden is a pervert pedophile. He's always groping on different women. Where's the hashtag me too? It's only come into play when it's Brett Kavanaugh or when it's President Trump or when it's a conservative that don't go along with their crazy agenda. This country is under attack. And I'm going to say it again. I always repeat it. I'm going to say it again. White people in this country better recognize what the left is doing to them. They did it to black people right after slavery, even during slavery. They hosed black people in the streets. Now they want to do the same thing to white people. 
Taylor Bennett, that, that black dude should have been arrested. Oh, baby, we can't arrest him. I bet you they didn't arrest him because he's a black dude. Oh, we don't want the paperwork on that. He's a black dude. Police officers arresting a black dude for attacking a white female. Are you kidding me? We'll be back. Welcome back to Firepower with me, Tom Paffert, and Will Johnson hosting. Our guest for the rest of this broadcast is Caitlin Bennett, the Kent State gun girl who was just assaulted by Antifa. And Caitlin, I'm wondering, so the police are obviously not going to do anything. This is becoming a plague all across the country. Any Democrat-controlled city and especially in Democrat-controlled states, the police are totally standing down. Of course, if it were the other side, look at Chicago where they spent how many police resources investing investigating Juicy Smollett's hate hoax. So, of course, if the shoe were on the other foot, we all know what would happen. But is this going to hinder what you do? Are you going to start taking security with you to these events? How does this affect your livelihood? So, number one, this must stop me. I mean, if nothing has stopped me so far, I hope the left has understood at this point nothing's going to stop me. Um, I'd have to be dead to let them win for anything for me to be stopped. I'm not going to do that. Um, that's why I held on so tightly to that microphone, because I just do not like being told what to do and uh, being controlled. So hopefully they get that across. But what we are going to do is seriously invest in armed security. We're going to do some trial runs with some security officers, find the right one that's for me, that fits my style of um, protection that I need, and also who will fit my personality. So I think that's an important fit when you're looking for a security officer. So if we're on the hunt, we're going to do it. We're going to hire them, and we're going to make sure we're safe, as safe as we can be for now. Because, as you mentioned, you know, in Democratic-run cities, officers have to stand down. You know, I carry things. I'm not going to say what to protect myself if it came to that point. But if I were to ever... Myself, even with pepper spray, I would be the one that ends up in jail. I know the game in the news. I see what they do to conservatives when it's conservatives trying to defend yourself. You end up in jail for six years. So I know the game. I'm not going to play it. I'm going to beat them at it. And um, we're going to be smart about it. I think that's the right way to go. I mean, like you said, uh, they, this is a game. They attack first, then you respond, and then you get four or eight years in prison. We just saw it happen in New York with the Proud Boys. So I think, Will, you look like you're rearing with a question. Yeah, I was going to just make a statement, basically, is that you shouldn't have to go out and be fearful for supporting whoever it is you want to support, reporting on whatever it is you want to report. Um, I can give an example. One time I was standing out on a corner holding the American flag. And because I'm holding the American flag, I had people tell me that I was inciting violence. <laughs> Mind you, I'm in the United States of America holding this flag. I'm not in the, uh, I'm not in Mexico. I'm not in Iran. I'm not in Turkey. I'm not in Russia. I'm not even in Canada. I'm in the United States of America and I've, I've had people tell me that I'm inciting violence but just simply holding the American flag. So I know, Caitlin, you going out, you're talking to people, you're getting the story, and because you're getting to the truth of the matter, they don't like it, so they feel they feel that it's their duty to be violent towards you. And you know what? You shouldn't have to be. I mean, seriously, 
you're, 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 I'm not saying you're not a threat because I'm, I'm pretty sure that if you wanted to be a threat to people, you can be. But I don't perceive you as to be a threat to anybody. Well, even especially in that pink wig. I mean, who's intimidated by that? I look like <laughs> a, a little, you know, cotton ball. I look like, what is it, cotton candy. That's what I look like walking around. With that. <laughs> who's intimidated by that? A man. A man is intimidated by that. A leftist man. The reason why they acted the way they did is because they didn't have their mask on. I don't know why Antifa, mm-hmm. the whole group, didn't have their mask on, but we were filming them. Yeah, exposing them. So I'm curious. I mean, if this guy is essentially, I mean, it sounds like it could be elevating to the level of stalking. He's following you to various events. He knows who you are. He probably probably does obsess over you. He probably watches every video you put up. Uh, have you thought about going through the uh, the courts to get something along the lines of a restraining order against this guy? Yeah, that's definitely been in the talks. Um, my fiance and I were talking about what we could do to maybe keep him away and but at the end of the day, that's only a piece of paper. It's already <laughs> the law to try to rob me and steal my stuff. So even if we did get that, he would hide his face and come after me again anyway. So I just have to take precautions to make sure that I'm safe, I'm armed in whatever way, pepper spray, anything that can help me in a situation where he might find me um, even isolated from these things. Who knows if he's going to try to find me again? You know, he's mad. He's mad at me. The tweet has like 30,000 likes and uh, a couple hundred thousand views, probably going to reach its way up to a million. And we put his name out there. These people, we're going to expose them. Joey Gibson out of Portland, Oregon, has this thing called He Demasked Antifa. And this is one way to do it. Find out their name. Find who these people are. Get their mug shots when they get arrested. Ask their name in their face all over. Everyone needs to know these people are behind the cast. Yeah, you know what? It should be thrown back in their face. Find out who they are, and when you find out where they are, even report where they work. I mean, seriously, because that's exactly what they do. They dox people, they find out where they work, and then they threaten the people at their job to force the people to uh, to fire them. This, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's just, it's a complete, it's just, it's sad, it's disappointing that this is what it's come to, but I don't think conservatives need to look at this and discouraged. If anything, they need to stand up for themselves, and that's that's what I do. That's what my channel is for, is to inspire people on our side to stand up for themselves. If I can do it, I'm a little five foot four, 120-pound little girl. If I can do it, anyone can do it, and I just want to inspire people to not let them intimidate you. That is so important. I, I'm so glad that's your message because, I mean, if you think about it, you're not that much worse for wear. They, he, the guy made himself look like an absolute buffoon, and now you have another video that's gotten hundreds of thousands of uh, likes, retweets, views, etc. So – my question is, for folks out there who are looking at you, I mean, your star is rising. You haven't been in this game very long, and you've already got your own fan club. It's called Antifa, but it's a fan club nonetheless. <laughs> How would you – what would what advice would you give to folks who are looking at uh, getting involved, standing up, recording videos, going out and confronting these people? So how I started before I got picked up and sponsored by InfoWars and anybody really is I went out on my own time because I realized how important it was without – paid without thinking about money just it was important to me you go out and you just start talking to people always have a camera expose the left go in there with a different 
and you can't be scared. Just try to have a dialogue. That's what I did, and they just kept getting crazier and crazier. So I, I changed my 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 tactics. I said, you know what? I'm not going to talk to you guys anymore. I'm going to expose you. I tried the talking. Now yeah. it's time to expose you for what do. And I'm just I'm tired of it. So if there's anybody listening that wants to get involved, get a trusty cameraman. It can even be a phone. Get a get a microphone. It doesn't have to be expensive. Just go out there. Be respectful. Don't start fights. That's the last thing you want to do. Uh, but try to talk to them. You'll you'll get it. It comes natural. So let me ask you one thing, because you brought up your sponsor, which is our sponsor as well, InfoWarsStore.com, because without them, we wouldn't be here. Let me ask you, what is your your favorite uh, product to go that is your go-to when you go out into these different events? So I have Invisalign, and if anybody has it, the, the retainers that straighten your teeth, I don't go in there without my super blue toothpaste, because that's what I use to brush my teeth. And I love it because I know I'm not putting any nasty chemicals on my retainers, on the plastic on my retainers, and in my mouth. Because I have to wear those all day. So I can trust, you know, uh, Alex's toothpaste to make sure that I'm putting clean stuff in my mouth and I don't have to worry about what's sitting there under my retainer. So that's one. But also the uh, the APAC, where you have like a travel travel pack, because I'm always traveling. So you can go to the store and find this APAC. It's, it's I don't know. Do you know like the the actual? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the APAC. I think I yes. have some here. Yeah, the APAC. Uh, go ahead, keep talking. I'm gonna bring it up on the screen here. Yeah. Yeah. So you have an AM and you have a PM. I don't have to worry about bringing ten bottles with me of stuff. You know, they weigh down the suitcase. I don't have to worry about it. You just have an AM pack, a pack, and that's all you need. Take it for how many days you're gonna be out. There you go. I think that's the thing that's on that store. Yeah, I love it. And let me ask one one more thing. Um, the the toothpaste. So I have a family. And there's I have a large family, and I brought the toothpaste home one day, and they all love this. So I'm like, okay, I had to buy one for everyone. So you can't share. I don't share my toothpaste with yeah, anybody. Yeah. I'm like, you get your own. I'll buy your own. <laughs> and every time it gets low, they start looking around and said, don't, don't touch mine because they they like it so much. They put too much on there. But hey, Kaylin, I want to thank you for coming on with us. It's absolutely awesome. When you get stationed, uh, I'd like to bring you on and come on and talk via Skype at some point, too. So Absolutely. thank you, and thank for all the hard work you're doing out there. Thanks, guys. It was nice to talk to you all. All right. Take care. All right. Another episode of Firepower News with Will Johnson and Tom Pepper. We will be back tomorrow, God's willing. All right. We got to keep in this fight. Oh, yeah. Before we let you go, before we let you go, Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> he didn't kill himself. Clinton! Clinton. Good night, everybody.